Blog Talk Radio. Contra Radio Network presents the Contra Dawn Show with your host, Dawn Appleberg. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. It is September 15th. It is 7 o'clock Pacific Standard Time. And I am currently sitting in front of my computer with, once more, no headset. So, calling out of my phone. Tonight, we're going to go ahead and discuss, basically, DACA. First off, what it stands for. Secondly, what is actually going on versus all the hype. I've been reading a lot of posts lately, and it seems like everybody is as confused as all hell when it comes to DACA, supposedly. Who is actually affected? Who's not affected? What is being done? What's not being done? It's a circus at this point. So, first off, DACA. What is it? All right. DACA happens to be the Deferred Action for Childhood Arrivals is what it's called, DACA. And basically, in a nutshell, these are kids that came in here illegally because their parents came here illegally uh, without paperwork, if you want to go ahead and be politically correct. And for the last eight years, literally nothing has been done about immigration as much as, as we have been told otherwise. So... One of the things that Trump's platform ran on is getting a handle on immigration, getting a handle on illegal immigration, and getting us back to a a country where we actually are more national versus global. So whether or not you agree with open borders or not, once more, my show is not about what is right, what is wrong, what is politically accurate or not. It's simply the fact. So if you do not agree with uh, the status of illegal immigration, then that's fine. If you do agree with it, that's fine. Just realize that's not what the show is about. Basically what happened is Trump came in. He said, okay, we are going to rescind DACA. DACA was created by Obama. The channels he went through were actually illegal, as much as it might cause consternation for many people to, to hear this. The fact is he did not get it constitutionally passed. He basically executive ordered it in, and it was just followed. The DREAM Act, which is part and parcel of DACA, is for those kids, once they've grown up and they're going to college, to allow them to have a better education, better lifestyle. Whether you agree with the DREAM Act or not, the way that it was funded, and I can tell you this firsthand, I was one of those affected by this, was they went to the veterans, asked if they wanted to go ahead and try a new loan program for college, you would have 0% APR, no interest on it. All you have to do is just repay the amount that you borrowed back. You start paying a slow, gradual amount while you're still in, and then when you get out, of course, once you get out of the college, you go ahead and pay a little bit more. Many, many of us, that's the day. Great. That was a fantastic idea. Halfway through that school semester, we were then informed that all funding had been pulled and it had been turned over to the DREAMers. Thank you very much for supporting the DREAM Act. And it caused a lot of chaos for those veterans affected. Some of us had been proactive when it came to, you know, the extra money that you get with um, college loans and this type of thing and, and put it aside just in case a rainy day and were able to go ahead and fund 
for the rest of the semester classes and get back on track. There are many who were not able to. And for those who don't have a college degree or those who have never used uh, the federal student loan program, if you turn it down throughout the year for whatever reason, then you cannot reapply that year. You must wait a whole year later. Once you're out of school for a certain amount of time, then you have to start paying back your student loans automatically. So six months so. Let's say that you happen to have been in the middle of the school year, which we were, and they pulled the funding. Now they're expecting you to fund for yourself or get alternate private loans to take care of your federal funding uh, or for your school funding because FACA is not going to touch you now. FAFSA, sorry, it's not going to touch you now. So it really screwed a lot of veterans. Whether you agree with, agree with the program or not, that's exactly how they got it. It was very underhanded. So then what happened is, you know, we had the we had Trump get him. He says he's going to end this whole immigration nightmare that we are facing at this point, whether you agree with open borders or not. The uh, amount of, of immigrants that we've had over the last eight years has really started to break our social welfare budget and our economic budget. Now, here's where the rumors are. I've seen everything from the wall is no longer going to be built, BACA is going to stay, the border is going to remain open, and Trump just screwed everybody. All the way to the other side, which is Trump has destroyed DACA, the wall is being built right this second, and all illegals better start running because you're going to be swept up in huge nets and you're going to be deported. And only if you support them, you're going to FEMA camps. Okay, folks, you've got to stop the extremism and you've got to stop the false news. You really do. You need to start looking for yourselves and you need to start finding out the right places to look. Now, I've been following the updates on this. What happened as of today is that last night, Wednesday night, Democrats came out, Pelosi and um, I want to say... Uh, I'm blanking on the other guy. Anyway, the two top Democrats came out and said that there has been a deal that had been reached and we're going to help the Dreamers and the wall isn't going to be built for a while. Trump came forward right after that and said, absolutely not. No final agreement has been made. It's on the table. And the only thing that we know at this time is the administration is going to renew two-year work permits as they expire, but will stop accepting new applicants. So if you have two-year work permit and it's beginning to expire, they are going to renew it for at least another two years. Now, that's, that's work visas or the green cards you hear a lot about. Okay? The program is not going to be able to be fully phased out until March 2020. And the reason they're doing that is because they, from what I have read, they have looked at who's in the country now, and they've determined that that will be the time that they should be adults. Uh, the tossing, here's where the problem is with Congress. And once more, Trump's hands being tied by a Congress and Senate that has balked him on every turn, even if they agree with him, is that Congress has split about the DACA determination. They either are fully for it, or fully against it. 
the and of course California at this point has gone completely off the deep end when it comes to any type of, of conversation whatsoever about it and they they want to have DACA continued, they want everything to go ahead and, and continue the way it is, they actually want more. So as we know at this point, California has officially slipped into socialism completely. Their party platform, not the party platform as you were, their their uh, government has become it's on completely socialist. So I'm keeping them off the table when it comes to discussing this stuff because it's so separate from what the rest of the United States feels. So that's where we stand. In other words, there has not been a final agreement. So please stop passing these these stories around stating that DACA has, has, you know, either been rescinded completely or, you know, we've buckled to it. The fact of the matter is, is until they hammer out the final budget, final deal, and the final determination on it, um, it, it, it's still on the table. And something else to take into consideration, for those who are completely no appeal, no just repeal the whole thing, you have to understand that is a phased-out program that you're going to have to deal with. You can't just tomorrow have Trump wake up and say, okay, every illegal immigrant, out. No, it, it just does not work that way. It's not feasible, number one. It's not practical. It's not economical. And the the nightmare of trying to run a program of that size and, and and functionality like that is just not it's not logical. So even if they do come out and say DACA will be rescinded, you're not going to see it as of tomorrow. It may not even be rescinded by the time Trump ends his first uh, term. A speculation at this point being he may run for a second term, but it will be that the language will be put in place to go ahead and phase it out. So just be prepared for that. For those who want DACA, there's a very real possibility that they may be refining it and allowing those who are here already to go ahead and fall under that. A little history here that many people have forgotten. The very first original illegal immigrant or alien, depending on who you are, laws that were passed or amendments were passed were actually done by Ronald Reagan, and he's the one that wrote the quote-unquote anchor baby amendment and had it passed through budget. Basically saying if you were born in America, we're the only country that does this. If you were born in America, you are allowed to have American citizenship no matter what nationality your parents are. So this is long, this stems quite a bit back, and it's something that is not going to be fixed overnight. So please, also stop jumping on and off the train. You know, if, if you're going to support him, that's great. If you have concerns, that's great. But once more, realize Trump is not a god. He's not a demon. He is a man. A brilliant man, whether you like it or not, uh, he's also blunt. Some people call him crass. Some people call him crude. But the fact of the matter is, is that he is just a man, and he can only do so much with what you give him. So now that you understand that, and now you understand where it stands, my recommendation, which is going to be ironic to a lot of people simply because of how liberal it is, I am getting my updates for DACA from the White House.gov and from the Los Angeles Times. They have a live update. And what happens is that they're actually, uh, well, it shouldn't surprise anybody at this point, only because, as I've said in prior shows, when you have a change of the guard in the White House, you see a change in the guard in the media. 
and it goes either it swings towards the liberal side or it swings towards the conservative side. And as we're noticing more and more swinging towards the conservative side, we're actually seeing papers like the Washington Times and the Washington Post and the Los Angeles Times start reporting more um, journalism and less emotional rhetoric. I'm not saying it's completely done, but what I am saying is that it is, to a certain extent, you're starting to see more of the journalism coming out from the conservative side versus. So there you have that. Um, now, as far as as far as um, deal that Trump is trying to do, oh, the, the wall, that's correct. He has made it very clear we're not tying DACA to the wall, two separate entities, two separate issues. We are not going to fill or kill both at the same time. He did that for a reason. It is not that he's backtracking on his word. What he is doing is making sure that they cannot kill his immigration policy in one fell swoop. If they do decide they're going to go ahead and enforce DACA, which congressionally they can do and Senate can. They can actually vote. Remember, 2018 is coming up. If your congressman votes against the way that you wished it, whether it's for or against, then 2018 is where you want to go ahead and, and, and vote. And I do recommend voting. There's only one type of individual that I will not tolerate on my show, and I will bash continuously, and I'll tell you who that is. That is the individual who refuses to vote and then wants to complain later when things don't work out. If you do not vote, you are allowing someone else to have your opinion or use your voice. So, once more, if your congressman, if your senator votes in a way that you did not agree with when it comes to DACA, then just make sure that you vote him or her out. Vote for somebody who's going to vote the way that you want. That's It's very simple, people. Anyway, this affects 800,000 800,000 illegal immigrants in our country that we are aware of. Now, I want you to think about this. 800,000 that we are aware of. There are some individuals who speculate we could have as many as 1.5 million children in this country illegally because many of them, look at the term, illegal. The fact of the matter is, is that it's like an iceberg. When you have documented illegal, whether it's insurance, stocks, whatever, the actual picture below it is huge. So this is not just affecting a small drop in the bucket. We're talking between 800,000 and, as I said, speculated 1.5 million people who are being involved with this. Trump came out and said, we're working on a plan subject to getting massive border controls. We're working on a plan for DACA. Now, there is a very real possibility, I know we've got some intolerance on both sides, but there is a very real possibility that what Trump may do is he may sacrifice a complete repeal of DACA and have it phased out so no new kids come in and allow those to stay here to go ahead and, as much as it may tick off his Republican base um, and appeal to the Democrat base, but he may, what he may do is he may allow that to stand, allow them to stay, as long as he gets the immigration reform that he wants, which is to go ahead and repeal millions of others. Now, my personal opinion on that is not, I'm not bringing it into the show. And the reason I'm not is once more, that would flavor my show one way or the other. 
Um, you want to know my personal opinion, just go to my page, Don Appleberg, on Facebook. You'll be able to see it all over the place. I make no bones about it. However, that's a very real possibility that's what's going to happen. The three things that he is focusing on at this point are refugees, illegals that are still coming in or needing to go out, and these kids who are kind of stuck because when they came here they were, you know, they were babies, and now they're going to be, you know, thrown back into a country they don't know. So this this is what we're dealing with. With 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 Trump's words, you have to understand he chose them carefully. People want to see the the repeal of DACA happen. Okay, we've been very adamant about it. We have made no bones about it when it comes to the voting populace. If you look at those who voted him in, they were sitting there straight up. You've got to get this under control. So Trump was very, very clear when people were shouting at him at his last live interview about how he favors amnesty. He shouted back, the word is DACA. So speculation at this point, I personally project we're probably going to see some form of DACA become established for those in place right now in our country. And I think that we're going to see, no, we're going to see others, we're not going to see a, a, a carryover of any more. So, you know, it's probably going to be locked in. And he's, he's negotiating as far as the detail of border security with that. Um, so it's long-term phase-out is what we're looking at. Does that sit well with the conservatives? No. Could this put Trump's potential vote for his reelection in jeopardy? Quite possibly. It depends on what he does from that point forward, and it depends on how it works out for him based upon what else he does. For instance, the wall and the border patrol and, and this type of thing. What a lot of people don't know and a lot of people don't realize is from the time he was voted in office, we have literally had almost 2 million illegals leave our country by choice that they know of. That is not including the thousands that are stuck, well, well thousands of, of progressive liberals and illegals that are stuck in Canada right now in a no-man's land because they fled over the, the border in, in a panic, and now they can't come back, and... They, they're in limbo because Canada has harsher laws when it comes to immigration leave. So a lot of this is self-fulfilling when it came to him saying he was going to get a hold on immigration. A lot of those who are fleeing uh, are not Mexican, by the way. I know a lot of people are, are focusing on that one country when it comes to our legals. But 90% of these guys that are in our country illegally are not Mexican. They're either other South American or they're Middle Eastern or they're Eastern European, a few Western Europeans even, but the majority of them are OTM is what it's called at the border, and it's other than Mexican. So it's not a racist situation either. So I want to just go ahead and clarify that. With that being said, um, we're also looking at the first time that the Democrats are finally sitting down with the president and... Uh, you know, they're actually discussing without having a ne negative no, 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 no matter what. You know, it almost, for a while there, it was almost like that song, the popular song that's out where she's, my name is no, my number is no, 
I mean, he couldn't even ask a question without being shut down instantly. He couldn't request anything without being shut down instantly. And some of what he was requesting was actually on the Democratic agenda in the first place. So we're looking at some big hitters coming out, Ann Coulter, Sean Hannity. These are pro-Trump individuals, hardcore Trump individuals. They're coming out infuriated about the fact that there may be a deal. But what they have to also remember is that you got to bleed on both sides in order to go ahead and make it work. And so he's done some pretty, pretty impressive stuff, as we all know. So, it, well, if you listen to my show, you know. And the reason I say that is because you're not seeing it a lot in the media. We, we've got a budget that is being hammered out right now that literally by 2020 will drop our our deficit from $20 trillion plus dollars to $4 trillion, which is still a, a deficit, but it is by no means insurmountable and can be managed. We have in place programs now that are logical when it comes to higher education to go ahead and help minorities and women Okay, I gotta I gotta step aside here on this. I've 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 got to go ahead and state something. We've been seeing so much division, and we've been seeing so much uh, hatred and anger on both sides. I'm really wondering if we should be supporting programs for minorities, or programs for women, or programs for you know illegals, or any any of these subcategorizing programs. I really wonder if we shouldn't just throw the whole book out and just start supporting programs for Americans, uh, excluding such things as veterans, first responders, doctors. You know, specific to a career, I can see having programs for that. You know, scholarships for doctors, scholarships for, for veterans, scholarships for for blue-collar workers, you know, to, to get certified. I could see programs for that. Gender, race, culture, religion, that we are, as a government entity, pushing and we are tolerating. I think it's just helping with the divide. Why should I get money because I have boobs when my husband cannot because he does not have boobs? Why should I get money because I am, you know, a female and he can't? Why should my neighbor get paid an extra amount or get a discount because she happens to be Filipino? My other neighbor can't because she's Caucasian. I think that we're seeing a huge divide here that's been shoved into a mountain. And I think we need to stop and I think we need to go down to the roots of it. We need to eliminate all of the divisive factors. If you want to go ahead and offer a private scholarship for something, such as a trade school or something, I can see support. But I think that that this DACA thing is showing a far greater picture of how divisive we have become as Americans because it's not the fact that these kids, I don't think half the people who are for DACA really care about the individual child. From the posts I'm seeing, from the things I'm seeing, from the, the exchanges on Facebook, you know, Twitter, I'm not seeing, hey, Pedro is, is, is doing great in school. We need to help him. I'm seeing racist, bigot, 
um, I'm seeing a bleeding heart. I'm seeing, you know, name-calling, divisiveness. And I think that these kids have kind of gotten lost in the, in the translation. And what I'm seeing, frankly, from, some of, from a lot of these DACA guys who are coming out and self, you know, self-identifying as DACA is I'm seeing some serious racial division, too. Hey, gringo, we're here to stay. Gringo being a slang term for white in, in, Latin, in uh, Spanish. Um, hey, white boy, I'm coming for your job. You know, uh, you know, there's just no reason for it. There's no call for it. So I, I think maybe we should go back to a complete eradication of all gender, race, religion, and culture, you know, divisions of any kind. And then, you know, just start looking at it as American or non-American. <clears throat> and so that's my side rant for this. As DACA continues to update, I will let you know. As Trump continues to update, I will let you know. And I want you guys to remember something when you're coming down on Trump or when you're propping him up. Not only is it because he's a man, but I want you all to remember something. He is doing this with a crippled cabinet. He still has only, only 12 to 14 individuals out of his 84 that he's been trying to get in that have been authorized, and they're dragging their feet. He may not get his entire cabinet by the time his first term is up because they're dragging their feet. Now, he should, personally, I think he should go nuclear option. He chose these people. I would go ahead and say, hey, if you're not in the room, you can't vote, and go for it and just get everybody in place that he wanted and chose because he was the elected. Once I, and, and, well, Democrats, I'm sorry, you're the one that gave them the nuclear option because you chose it with Obama, if you remember. So you can't really complain about it. But I think that if he were to do that, cause far more division in the House and Senate, and I think that's why he hasn't done it. Uh, part of me thinks at this point they're going to be mad about him anyways. I mean, my God, when he went to Houston, everybody was talking about his wife's shoes. How stupid can you get? Seriously, people. I mean, that's not even a progressive or a conservative thing. That's just plain immature stupidity. She wore stilettos onto the plane. She wore sneakers off. Get over it. It's not even news. And I'm still seeing people talk about it. So, you know... We'll find out with his cabinet whether or not he finally has had enough and just boom. So with that being said, if you have questions about DACA, what I would recommend you do is I would go ahead and have you look it up underneath the immigration website because it explains it in pretty good detail. Realize that DACA was, the DREAM Act was actually falsely budgeted because the budget that they earmarked for it, they offered to the veterans first for their college. And so that's one of the reasons why there's so much controversy about what's going on. Um, So, with that being said, moving on. Part of what I've decided to do is every show, I'm going to go ahead and tackle a conspiracy theory that's running rampant currently uh, just to go ahead and and once more bring reality to it. But before I do that, there has been some breaking news that I wanted to discuss to let people know what's going on. 
North Korea has, in fact, fired two separate missiles at this point. They are trying to engage. The reason that we have not done anything is because they're trying to engage anybody, Japan, the United States, anybody. If they can engage anybody to, to retaliate against with the missiles, because the missiles have not done any damage yet, then China will be obligated to step in. And I have to remember the whole big dance when it comes to this whole thing, guys. If China steps in, and of course Russia's going to have to step in, and of course America's going to have to step in, and, and it's just going to be world war and all war because no one walks away from that fight at this point for our entire world. Um, we have to, well, you know, people want, we have the firepower to do it. If we do nothing, if we do nothing, and he continues with his little temper tantrum, and he continues with his tirade, then it will be up to China to finally slap him down, because if China does not, then they are going to find themselves globally losing a lot of power and assets. The reason China is as powerful as it is now is because we've allowed, with the import-export and with the cross-business economics and the and the trade treaties, we've allowed them to become this, this huge entity. If they do not take care of their own, that can easily be boycotted, and they could easily, even though they have a ton more soldiers and they have a lot of munitions and everything else, if they ended up with their knees cut out from underneath them economically, well, once more, we're looking at an ugly scenario. So we're in a holding pattern with North Korea. UN is looking at them. I really could care less if the UN's looking at them or not. It's a global situation. We have been come we have once more declared America as a national situation or sovereignty. Sovereignty instead of or sovereign state, if you will, instead of a global one. So it really doesn't matter to me what the UN says, but they are watching and, and we'll see what happens. Um just be aware that there's we have not murdered Kim Jong. We have not sent in seals. Seeing these posts all over the place. I cannot believe the fake news that people are just spreading all over. It's ridiculous. So, that being said, kind of tied up on the current events. Notice I am not talking about the hurricanes and, and, and the floods. I think that those have been pretty much covered by everybody out there under the sun. Now that we know where we are with that, I am going to go ahead and talk about, I cannot believe I even have to talk about this conspiracy theory. I, I really cannot believe that the conspiracy theory that I chose to talk about is a sink. All right? I am choosing heart. High-frequency active auroral research program. What it is, it was, it was a research program jointly funded by the Air Force and the Navy and oh, Alaska Fairbanks Defense Advanced Research Projects Agency, or DARPA, and it was supposed to, um, it, what it was, was supposed to analyze and investigate our ionos, ionosphere. <laughs> I can't even say it. <laughs> it was supposed to make one story short. It was supposed to go ahead and see how well we can manipulate weather and patterns without having the butterfly effect or how we could go ahead and see if we could not manipulate things so that if we have areas where, where there is drought, we could go ahead and force weather patterns to alter in order for 
you know, those areas to get rain and this type of thing. Um, that's what it was supposedly supposed to do. All right. Now, what I'm doing is I'm giving you the conspiracy theory first, and then we're going to tear it apart, or we're going to validate one way or the other. It's kind of like Mythbusters. Okay. So, basically, what was going to happen with this began in 1993, and it was supposed to be um, capable, once more, creating weather patterns, man-made weather patterns throughout the world to benefit us. All right. The extreme conspiracy theory at this point, trying to be serious here, was that the government created Hurricane Irma using HARP. I've actually seen, and I thought, I thought these were made-up tweets, so I actually went to Twitter and looked it up. There are people out there saying created Irma. There are people out there claiming our government created Irma to hit on the eastern seaboard for multiple reasons, everything from racism to economic disaster to uh, Agenda 21. One individual that I was looking at was extremely far off, you know, really out there in conspiracy land, was that it was to go ahead and test uh, to see if they could go ahead and use hurricanes as actual weapons. So, yeah. All right, people, the HARP program was never made to go ahead and manipulate the weather. What it was done is it was to go ahead and see if they could go ahead, if they could track using radar, using radio frequency, if they could track weather patterns and see if they could go ahead and preemptively determine whether or not there was going to be a heavy weather pattern coming in, where they could go ahead and mitigate some of the damage of some of these things, such as hurricanes and this type of thing. Maybe even give us a better chance of seeing what happens before, you know, tornadoes and being able to, you know, use a program that will effectively give us more opportunity to save lives. There was never has been confirmed in every piece of actual reliable peer-reviewed documentation that I have found. There has never been a case that I have been able to find that we have effectively controlled the weather to the point that we can create a tornado or a hurricane on command. So the conspiracy theory of this year or, or this this show has been debunked. Stop spreading it. It's stupid. I still have 24 minutes. I didn't expect that. All right. Um, what else can we talk about? There's another, you know what? I wasn't going to bring this up. I wasn't going to bring this up. I really wasn't. I, uh, every year, I, along with millions of other Americans, um, and not just Americans, there were other countries that were affected directly, but mostly Americans. September 11 happens to be a day of tragedy, a day of strength, a, a day of of horror, a day of awakening. For those who are too young to understand what happened, or for those who were not did not understand 
what happened. September 11, 2001 is when America took a knee. We were the last country, the last defense. You could go globally, and even though we had people who hated Americans and hated America, you would still hear about how we were the last warrior, if you will, the last place to go for your dreams and your hopes and your and, and freedom and and ingenuity and, and capitalism. We were the shining star. We were the, the, the shield and sword, the vision of a, a hero standing at the gate and allowing you in for for um, freedom. And there's no other way to put it. September 11th, America took a knee. And I don't know if we ever recovered. For those conspiracy theorists who swear there were no planes, for those conspiracy theorists who swear it was an inside job, because of how they fell and, and, and how the, the destruction occurred. I've got two words for you. First, I watched live what happened. We had people there who videotaped live what happened. Secondly, because of the flaws in the Twin Towers, Afterwards, when they were reviewed and why they fell the way they did, they changed the way forever that skyscrapers were made and reinforced and built so that we would never see another 9-11. So, stop spreading the conspiracy of an inside job. Stop spreading the conspiracy of how there were no planes. You just it, that is just absolutely ridiculous, and it's been, frankly an insult. So I tackled I tackled two conspiracy theories. I also tackled DACA in North Korea. Next week, hopefully, we will go ahead and be tackling uh, better news. Hopefully, next week we'll be tackling the wall. I would like to see that. I don't know if it's going to happen though. I project that the wall probably will not be going up anytime soon. I project that at this point, it's in the bidding stage, 2,100 miles of, of wall, people. This is not like working in your backyard. So they're in, the, they're in the projection stage. They're in the budget stage. They've got five prototypes sitting right now that they're looking at to see what will work. So what's going to happen? I project that probably around the end of his first term, if he does run for a second, we're going to see the wall actually physically start going up. Until then, we're going to see refinement, definement, bidding, and final uh, selection of the contracts and see the budget and, and have it put in place. Nothing that America is looking at right now on the platform that Trump has run on is short term. And nothing that America is looking at that's on the Trump platform is going to be fixed overnight. Whatever happened during the time frame, it took eight to ten years prior to him, if not longer, for us to reach the point we are. Whether you agree with him or not, the fact of the matter is is that most of America did speak, and most of America wants to return and revert to a way that we were prior, which means it's not going to happen overnight. 
So whether you love him or whether you hate him, the man is your president if you're a United States citizen. He is working with a crippled office. He is working with a divided House and a divided Senate. And he is working with no support, and he's still pressing forward. So give it a couple years, people. Signing out with the Contra Radio Network. On Wednesdays, we have John, who does his current events. On on Saturdays, we have Ladies of the Watch with Prep Talk. And, of course, my show, which is dealing with politics realistically and with now conspiracy theories, debunking them or actually proving them true. If you want to have anything else discussed or if you want to have, if you want to discuss what I have talked about, feel free to send me an, uh, a message on Facebook. Feel free to send John. We both have big shoulders, and as long as you're not becoming too emotionally uh, driven in your comments and posts, we'll actually give you a look. If you are, then we may just send you a, a silly meme. So, good night, folks.